Hello and welcome to my Unusual Stories podcast. I am your host, Wojciech Salski, and in these episodes I will share my writing as well as thoughts on different topics that come to me as I put a pen onto a page each day. At the end of each reading, I will offer you a little insight to my thoughts and a nudge of inspiration to look into your own life and hopefully entertain ideas of your own choosing. I've seen the future and it works, claimed the quote by Lincoln Stevens. It's not necessarily what I expected though, added the boy. Sitting in the living room, he observed the screen of his loyal writing companion, his laptop. He took a sip of coffee and pondered on the interesting, highly controversial topic of the future, especially in his day and age. There is plenty of trouble appearing on the horizon of our world, he acclaimed. Hopefully, we can all at least agree on that. He reflected on the issue of progressing climate change, extreme polarization of the society, and overwhelming feeling of threat, which conveyed by the media and the constant scream for attention, was definitely taking its toll on the people who were unlucky enough to see it. The boy was interested in what the future holds, as it was his and his potential family's future in question. He looked at the book, which he was about to finish, and considered the quote mentioned by the author Stephen Hawking. I've seen the future, and it works. Having experienced the many nuances of the accelerating progress in the world, he recognized the tremendous advancement, which was taking place every day. It was both wonderful and overwhelming to see these things happen on the daily basis, as with each step taken further into the more mechanized, more advanced future, the human race with its many flaws was consequently falling behind. With great power comes great responsibility. The boy remembered one of the simple yet profound statements, which could be taken into account with anything that takes place on a larger scale. And it's not that common to be responsible these days. Thinking of the quote mentioned in Hawking's book, he wondered to what extent does the progress, accelerated by the competitive nature of the conflicting political systems, is one which will work in our favor. Stephen Hawking in his book Brief Answers to the Big Questions gives an answer which is far from optimistic in regards to this rapid expansion, the boy thought. If anything, it's settling the score, unless the course in which we are marching changes drastically. But there was something interesting about the use of Steven's quote, which inspired him to pick up his laptop and write a little about this potential future discourse. Hawking mentions the sentence, I've seen the future and it works, adding a sweet, sour sentiment that its workings are not necessarily how we could expect or wish them to be, the boy reflected. It will be what it will be, he appears to state. Thinking of this idea, which although not too comforting, seemed to provide rather reasonable approach to the matter, he stopped his writing and looked through the emotions and thoughts this discourse has raised. Acceptance towards the future is a good attitude, his mind claimed but it does not mean letting it deteriorate without one's effort of goodwill. 
He looked back at the many situations in which his life had to happen the way it did, accompanied by the many struggles which were there to make the happening better or worse. It appeared to be quite an obvious choice in this potential equation of the occurrences. You got to do the right thing and do all you can, he reflected. But in the end, you should surrender the outcome, as there is plenty enough chaos in the universe to take part in your attempt. It felt slightly undermining to perceive one's activity through the lens of randomized variety, which was to affect none or every part of one's struggle. But in the end, it also felt right to do so. Seeing how the civilization of Earthlings expanded and advanced in the many areas of their existence, it appeared to be only fair to let it go where it was to go. The boy took a deep breath, thinking of his personal efforts and potential future-determining activities which were taking place every day, and recognized the power in the mentioned approach. Do all you can and surrender the outcome, he remembered the Buddhist attitude. The future will work out, just not necessarily the way you expected it to. Thinking of the global warming, deforestation, species extinction and extreme divisions between the citizens of the same planet, he closed his eyes. We can try to make the future work in our favor, saving the earth. Or we can bring the end to our little circus. And the only place to help the future is in the now. Thank you for listening to my story. This week, since it's the last episode of the second season, I would like to yet again raise such an important matter with which we're dealing every day. The future is happening in the moment, and I think it's really important to realize that and remember about it as we go about our day. It's easy to think that what we do does not really have an influence over the larger scale. And it's easy to fall under the impression that we don't really have any influence and we cannot help. It feels like maybe because we don't have enough money, enough influence, enough power, maybe we do not hold a position that would enable us to make huge changes in the world. And it can feel overwhelming or even to some extent so bad that we don't want to even think about this. But I think it's not exactly true, and uh, I would like to make a case of that. Reading the book by Stephen Hawking, which is actually the last book that uh, he wrote, mostly created after his death, as a collage of many essays and thoughts gathered together, he points out a few things about the future and the past and the present, which are definitely folding into this discourse of mine. As much of a scientist and a wise man he was, he recognized that whatever is happening, at the end of the day, human race will manage. And it was true, and still is. But there are certain changes in the world that might enable us from managing 50 years from now, 30 years from now, I don't know, 100 years from now. And I don't want this topic to be an upsetting one, because I don't think there is any use in us being sad and unhappy about this whole situation. 
I think the right approach would be to think what can we do and how do we approach this issue. Jordan Peterson in one of his lectures talks about the idea of cleaning up your room before you go and clean up the world. He makes a point that people, especially young ones, think that they have a knowledge and ability to change how the world works, but they are not willing to make the essential changes in their life to make their lives better. And I think this is a great idea and a great end of the season sort of vibe and a challenge and invitation for you. Imagine that every person is like a node in a huge web and each of us is connected to hundreds of other people and those hundreds of other people are connected to yet again hundreds of others. And similarly to the ripple effect on the surface of a lake, once one node makes a change in their life for the better, they can light up the flame of change and others will pick it up. We can make a huge change by first changing ourselves and helping ourselves be better in this world. And this is not an invitation to abandon the way you are, because the way you are is the way you are and that's beautiful. This is the invitation to enhance how you are, to recognize your strengths and work with them, to see your weaknesses and work on them, and to light up your own fire. And once you've sorted out yourself a little bit more, you will be able to help others around you. And by this small step domino effect, we can help hundreds of people. I think I've mentioned this in one of the earlier episodes, that apparently your number one fan is a person that you don't even remember. And I think this is such a powerful statement, such a powerful thought to have. On the daily basis we meet so many people and we might not recognize, we might not see through the lens of theirs how do we impact their lives. And believe me, each one of us has a great fan somewhere over there that we don't even recognize. So following this idea and coming back to the initial discourse, I think the invitation that Hawking makes in his book is actually that of acceptance and working on it as we go. Because if there is anything we're good at as a civilization, we're good at adapting. And I think we got that from nature. We learned that from nature. So no matter how the future might look like, the future is not there. We only live in the present. And day by day, with small changes and making sure that you do your work, making sure that you clean your own room, so to speak, we can make sure that the future will be a little bit brighter than it might appear at the moment. And as the last point, I wanted to raise this idea of surrendering the outcome. I think it's so important to not get rigid about what we expect to happen, because we're giving ourselves more chance of suffering because the future is never actually the same as we have anticipated. It just doesn't work like that. You know, you plan something and then there is hundreds of different factors that might enable or unable you to do that thing or to get that thing or become. And I think it's important to have a little bit of acceptance and a little bit of flexibility about this. 
So yeah, this week I would like to invite you to clean up your own room and not worry about the future so much as worry about yourself and make sure that you are better with others, you are better with yourself. And through that, if each one of us makes a little effort, we can change plenty of things for the better. So the challenge for this week is to maybe find a few things that you might want to improve and you're the only person that knows which things are those. Maybe avoid doing certain things that are not good for you. Maybe picking up a few things that are good for you and others around you. And to look at the potential future with a little pinch of salt and a glimpse of optimism. Anticipate what might happen, be excited about it, but accept that it might not be exactly what you expected. So yeah, that's the message for this week. I hope you've enjoyed this season. I hope I'm getting better at this. You're the only one that could tell me whether or not I do. So on this note, I would like to give a big shout out to someone in France that is listening to every little episode of mine and someone in California. I might not know you, but I really appreciate the fact that you give your time to my little scribbles and my little thoughts. I'm very grateful for that. And I'm really grateful for every one of you, you know? You make this uh, exciting for me, which is funny because I'm actually just sitting in front of a microphone a meter away from my wall in a room. <laughs> Quite peculiar assignment to have. So yeah, thank you very much for sticking by. Uh, I have some exciting news as well. From Thursday, I will be starting uh, episodes which are interviews with uh, friends, family and people that I come across on the way. I think it's really great to enjoy some other people's insights into whatever we're going to talk about. So yeah, keep an eye out for new episodes. And I might take a week or two of a break before the next season starts, but I don't know. Considering how much of a productivity maniac I am, I will probably end up recording one straight away. Other than that, stay happy, stay healthy, and I'll see you next time.